young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. You want to know how I know Cardi is pregnant? <laughs> I have a theory. So I've been I've been sitting here trying to think of why her album came out the way it did. Amazing album, by the way. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. And why her attire has changed. And then I thought, I have my theory. Mm. Before we get into it... <laughs> We'll go ahead and introduce ourselves. Uh, this is Brandon Kilbeach Hall. This is Aaron Ashley Simon. And this is Grassroots Podcast. Um, we never we never say the episodes. I don't really care about the episodes. Let's yeah. get into the shit. <laughs> so my theory is if I'm a label head, um, and she's at Atlantic, right? Mm-hmm. Atlantic. Yeah. If I'm a label head and I find out Cardi is pregnant, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Kaiser, the first thing I'm doing is, okay, I'm thinking Cardi is hot. She's popping. She's in demand. This baby thing, while being a, a blessing, uh, could hinder us and Cardi and the label from prospering and getting our money back that we've invested in her, number one. And number two, um, all of this work that we've put out as far as musically getting her hot will be all for nothing because we'll have to wait. So let's move up the date of the project. Let's put the project out, give it the, uh, the project a date. Let's make her uh, do her promo run while she's pregnant. Let's change her attire, her mm-hmm. everything. And by the time that album at least reaches its... Uh, Maximum potential. Correct. She'll be in baby bliss. She can take her break from music while we go rebrand, think about what we're doing, mm-hmm. re-strategize. And by the time that baby is nice and walking again, Cardi B will resurface and more music will come out. I also think it's it's there's two reasons. It's, I think that is actually a very good theory, Brandon. You you're you're quite a theorist you know over I mean? here. You know what I mean, <laughs> I put it. You see how to connect the dots, eh? Um, I also think that having the album come out around this time also like overshadows those rumors. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it takes the, the the distraction from that and puts it into her debut album because everyone was in high anticipation for it. Yeah. Everyone was wondering. What's going to happen? Everyone was talking about it. And as you saw, the discussions about the baby rumors went down and the more so about is this going to be a hit or miss? Definitely. It was more a discussion. Um, I mean, the only people I saw recently who were talking about the pregnancy rumors was like page six. Yeah. That was yeah. the only people I saw. But everyone else is just more so focused on the album. Listen, I think it's like two folds. Everyone and their mother, when she's doing these interviews, I'm sure looking at her, and right when they go to look at her, there's a little guy by the name of George that probably walks up and slides over a paper at NDA and says, shut up, don't say shit, 
and let let's just conduct our interview like you don't even see this baby bump. I'm certain that's what's happening. Or them not saying anything about pregnancy, especially when it comes to men. <laughs> like they can't say anything because it's like, is she pregnant or is she, did she put on a little bit of weight? Yeah. So they probably like, I don't want to say anything and get Cardi like. That's the other thing. Give me the wop over oh, here. I, I made a <laughs> terrible mistake. I'll never forget this. I was a, a friend of mine. Now that is a friend, but yeah. prior to was not so much. Um, I said, oh, my God, you know, how far along are you? And she's like, I'm not pregnant. I was like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so how did you mend that? <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of fucking gifts and a lot of sorries. That's a, I, I felt horrible. That's I, I, I gave this girl a complex. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I don't that's, know, That's man. a tough one right there. That's a tough one. It is what it is, but more Cardi. Look, album is out. Invasion yes. of priority, uh, Privacy already certified gold. Mm -hmm. How is this possible? Because it's Cardi. I think, okay, the reason why this is kind of like not a surprise is because, one, it's her debut album. So everyone is curious. Curiosity mm -hmm. is a very powerful mechanism, and it's going to make people click and, 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 and click on the music. Whether they like it or not, a stream counts. Definitely. So I think Definitely. just the fact that it's her debut album, everyone's like high anticipation was a big thing. I think also like everyone wanted to know, is she like one of those quote unquote one hit wonders yeah, in a sense? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think there was just so many different um, variables that kind of contributed to it. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that she, she dropped drip. Kind of funny. I just said that, but she posted <laughs> drip, drop drip. She, <laughs> she posted drip. <laughs> she posted drip right before that, and that honestly uh, is is a fire song. She I got, like that record. That is, she got she got mad hits on that album too. I ain't gonna lie. When I first listened to the album, I was like, I was lit. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I got to listen to this some more. I don't know. I don't know if I can process this right now. <laughs> a lot of sounds going on. Too, too much hearing, vibration. Yeah, I'm somewhere. hearing bachata and fucking bounce. I got to figure it out. And then uh, I did the good old put it in the car test. Yeah. And just went for a drive. And I was like, yo, this is an amazing album. Mm -hmm. Like, she... She did a really, really good job of song structure. She did a really, really uh, good job of uh, delivering yeah. the the verses, I think. Mm -hmm. like, And you can even see her growth from where she started uh, coming out being an artist till now and, and just the collection of music. I think she just did a great job. There's a lot of good yeah. records on, the, on this album. A lot of cadence to uh, strip club centric records. Mm -hmm. that will 100% go off in a strip club. Yeah. And I'm sure that she knew it would go off in a strip club. And um, I, I just think she did a great job. I think also what she did a great job, like, well, kind of going off what you said, was just, like, the flow and the structure of the songs. Like, like from going from one song to the next one to the next one, like, it just made sense. Mm -hmm. And then now, kind of going back to when we were talking about Be Careful, like, now... It make like I get it. Yeah, I like get when it. it was be careful when it's by itself. I just think it didn't make sense, and I still think that that shouldn't have been a single. Yeah, I, that shouldn't have been a single well, they put out. hundred percent. That's the other thing too. Now hearing the album, yeah. I could have I could have picked a, a second follow up record yeah. off this album. Like they should have put honestly drip drip. Yeah, that should have been the one yeah. right before yeah. it, and yeah. be like, oh shit, this yeah. is gonna be hot, and this then that's is, it. This is the record to go, <laughs> but. In the same token, mm -hmm. they got options. 
They got options they with this with this album. This is a great project with a number of fucking uh, with the guest list. Yeah. I love that they. Um, you know, or with the times, I noticed that a lot of artists now they don't really show you uh, who the features are. I love that until that it mystique, drops. Until it mm-hmm. drops, I think that that's uh, they did a great job. You know, you have Chance on the album, you have uh, Kalani, uh, Kalani rather, you SZA. have SZA, um, and of uh, course who, the Migos. Of course, yeah, of course, Migos. But um, I like that they kept it on the tuck, and yeah. I heard rumors that they're probably going to do another uh, big artist. On there, okay. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I can't say nor confirm, but I love though she made sure to put her Latin roots, which is really smart because smart. it appealed to the Latin demographic, smart. and you know her sound is more in the the trap lane. Mm-hmm. So what better person to get who has that trap sound than Bad Bunny? I am a huge fucking Bad Bunny fan. So like when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is about to be nice because she's able to. And she and the thing that was great for her, too, is she already uh, moved and transitioned into the Latin music world prior to this album. So it wasn't like something that just came out of nowhere, like, oh, snap. Now she's singing Spanish and stuff like she was already doing that, already got herself into that community. So that and and you we already saw a despacito. Once yeah. you get once you get into the Latin community, it's like over. it brings it's extra over. numbers. It's over. I think um also too, just going back to what you said, the the amount of diversity mm-hmm. record wise on this album is smart. Yeah. She has a mix of everything on here. Um and I don't know if that's her doing or the label's doing. I don't know, but whoever is is mm-hmm. behind this body of work, job well done. You did an yeah. amazing job. Uh, much success to Cardi, because, Lord, I, I know it's got to be a weight lifted, though, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as we, we, we said it early on, um, following and leading up to this whole uh, Cardi album, is mm-hmm. that, you know, you could see uh, from her social media that she was kind of dealing with this a little bit. Like, yeah. she, she, she got tired of the rumors and just was like, yo, like, let the music breathe. Just let it come out and let yeah. it do what it's going what it, what to do. I don't want to have to worry about it. I don't want to have to go through all of this. I think it's probably, if, if you're Cardi, do you think it's now like a weight lifted at this point? It is a weight lifted, but then it's also like extra weight put on. Yeah, you know, yeah. because we've seen we've 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 seen plenty of times where artists' debut albums or their first solo albums would go like do exponentially well, mm-hmm. but then like their second album would tank. Yeah. So yeah. now it's like high expectations because the f- the debut album is like all right, great, you set a great foundation, but like what's really going to take you to the next level and keep your longevity and keep your consistency is getting that second album. That second and third album have to be on point. Yeah. And then once you're definitely. past that, you're in cl- like you're in a clearing. Like you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. I mean, the first album to your point, it naturally will get a lot of attraction, especially if you built up the momentum. Mm-hmm. Now, I and as crazy as this may sound for the uh casual uh artist fan listeners, this is really when the the work starts for Cardi. Mm-hmm. Like You've now set a, a a bar extremely high. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Like you gotta surpass it. Yeah, that's, yeah. There's you no, have to. You have to. So I mean, I just think um, you know, for her to already have sold five hundred uh, thousand units, mm-hmm. that that's impressive. And I'm I'm hoping that um, 
you know, she'll just carry on and just keep creating and, and just being great. Yeah. I, I love that she touched on just her being broke and, and just, you know, uh, having bad teeth. And uh, all of the content was very Cardi mm-hmm. B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she still just kept it hood. And I loved it. I loved it. It, it. It's one of the rare cases where you could see someone elevating but still holding true to themselves and where yeah. they come from. You know and that mean? was my main concern. Yeah, my main concern that. was that. like that because she's going mainstream that um, she would be pushed more towards catering towards you know another demographic mm-hmm. instead of being true to herself. I was so happy when she kept her like kept herself. Didn't matter what kind of sound, it you, it was still Cardi B with each different unique sound that was in that project. Yeah. So I was happy about that. And now I, and I knew like okay, so she definitely made sure she kept true to herself because if she didn't. Like she, it, her whole brand and career is based off of her being herself. Mm-hmm. So if her project did not show that, I would have had major concerns. Well, that's the other thing. Number one, uh, just circling back to the the baby rumors, we were talking about this. That's that's how I know that she may be pregnant because if in true Cardi B fashion, when when something is wrong and and she's just tired of it. Cardi will take to her Instagram or wherever her outlet is yeah. at that present moment and address it in the very Bronx hood way of nigga. No, I'm, I'm not <laughs> like, leave me alone. <laughs> no. Skirt. Yeah. She's, she's not with it. And on top of it, um, moving off that, you know, how I know she's such a big artist. What? Oprah Winfrey <laughs> Instagrammed a picture saying, Hey, listening to the new Cardi album. Like that's crazy. Oprah. Mm-hmm. Is that is that like a Grammy in itself before you even get the Grammy? Like honestly, I think that's harder than getting Grammy. Right? Like Oprah shouting you out is way harder than getting yeah, a Grammy because like, that is like a once in a blue moon thing. Because Oprah is very particular with what she says, what she does. So if she's like, I'm listening to his new Cardi B, that's massive. That is so massive. Think about it. The only artist that she's ever named is Hove, Kanye, Beyonce. And Cardi on that level of mm-hmm. being avid listens. I mean, and I could be wrong. I'm not. I'm not fact checking this shit. But from based a, on what you know. But but yeah, based yeah. on what I know, like you don't really see her. And she's obviously uh, Oprah, meaning been very vocal about you know not liking hip hop because of the uh, you know the downpour of just talking about women derogatory uh derogatorative and and just also talking about just you know drug use and things like that mm-hmm. so to see her embrace cardi who who you know talks a lot about her struggles in the strip club yeah. and being poor and you know just urban shit that we all yeah. love and connect with i just think it's great playing devil's advocate though do you feel that part of the reason that she shouted cardi b out was because in previous months, she got so much slack for being in photos with Trump and not saying anything against mm. him. Do you feel like that's just her way of trying to make it up? Being devil's advocate, I have to. Uh, that's a good uh, devil's advocate. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think so, though. Like, I think in true Oprah fashion, she's always been very classy. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with her being in pictures with Trump, I never hold that against her because at the end of the day, um, you know, Oprah is a businesswoman. And we all got friends that do bad things. Yeah, I know mad. I got mad friends that have done fucked up shit. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't hold that against you. You can't you can't hold me responsible for my friend's actions, even though if if you're in a car and we all have drugs, you all going down. But I'm saying 
it, you can't hold me responsible. Yeah. Is, is there a, a, a connection of sorts? Maybe just because we know each other, or whatever. But what yeah. what their actions are versus what my actions are, are two totally different things. I also think too, like. So I think sometimes we may get upset at celebs, but we don't know what the private conversations are. You know, I think we always expect celebs to do it publicly mm-hmm. when having a private conversation can be just as impactful. Definitely. And then going on social media and just outright be like, ah, like, you know. So I was just curious about them. I mean, Oprah's a shit. So. Yeah, you, you can't ro- go wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I just I, I'm really happy about this. I'm happy yeah. it, it's working out for her. Um you know, much success to Cardi, man. Jesus. Wait, who who won? Who won the bet? Remember we did the how many uh, units she's going to sell? Well, technically, we all lost. Like, she went gold. <laughs> like, I had her well, at... Well, technicality, yeah, because of Bodak Yellow. But if we take Bodak Yellow out, then who would like who would win? Oh yeah, I don't know. Because Bodak that that was part of the reason why she went gold was because That's of Bodak true, Yellow. Because of Bodak and Yellow, and it was more a strategy, um, which I don't have a problem with. But like, if you take Bodak Yellow out, we'll be able to determine like who actually would won that. Well, prediction. I think um, we won't know that until we clearly can't go off first week sales. Yeah. Second week uh, sales, we'll know. Yeah. We'll know. So I guess in the in the next episode, we can go a little bit more in depth there we should we should get like we should have yo we should make like a rooted trophy for like predictions and things and like whoever wins like you get that recognition that that episode yeah definitely definitely um i'm curious though because god damn this is she's making history man i'm just i'm happy for Mm -hmm. her i'm really really happy for her so much success to her um however however drake drops his single the (sighs) same week Cardi B put her album out. Is that a bad or a good thing? All right, so here's my here's my theory again. <laughs> I have a lot of theories today. I'm excited <laughs> about today's episode. First off, um, I think that Drake record is fucking fire. <laughs> oh man, that boy could make a hit. <laughs> hit after hit. Yo, that nigga got some records in the tuck, man. Mm-hmm. Like. Mind you, remember I played y'all this record a while ago because I, 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 someone sent it to me. <laughs> I, I can't reveal Secret my source. Sources. Yeah, I got a source, but I had heard this record and I played it for all of us here in the studio. And um, I was like, yo, I think this record's gonna be crazy. You can't really go wrong with Lauren and the sample and what was being done with it. So mm-hmm. then to hear it mixed and put out as an official single, I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, to answer your question, Mm. Um, I have a theory here, and I'm certain of this. Uh, number one, I think that Drake feels the momentum shifting. I've seen a lot of talk of who is the biggest rapper right now in the game, and I've seen a lot of um, Takashi 69 and Cardi with little mention of Drake. I think that gets under Drake's skin, mm. and I think that the competitiveness that is Drake is like, all right, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's go time. Um, do I think that he intentionally tried to, um, do I think he intentionally tried to subside the momentum of Cardi's release of the album going into ending uh, the week, going into the weekend, starting top of the week? Yes, I do. Yeah. Do I think that 
it was maliciously done? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, only because I think he, it, he, he's trying to position himself. Like, mm-hmm. he, he sees shit shifting a little bit. And I just think he was one of those that was like, all right, let me just go ahead and slip this in here. Just so I see what's happening. Everybody just settle the fuck down. Let me let y'all know what I'm doing. And that's what he did. I mean, but I don't even think there's a momentum, uh, uh, a big shift. Like, let, let me just go through who exactly. So him, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Rihanna, mm-hmm. in terms of like the urban music scene. Maybe there's a few other I may be missing. They're the they're the very few people who don't need any promo and can drop a song whenever. That's true. And that shit is going to go platinum yeah, that's or true. gold or get so many streams. Like there's very few. I don't think like I I, I think Drake is just being competitive. Mm-hmm. I know he he knows that he's on the top. Yeah. He can go. He literally can go an entire year without dropping music, and the second he does. That shit is popping and it's gonna get a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. So, but what I'm curious about is like, it's kind of ironic how he put out a single. It kind of like took the attention away from Cardi B in a sense and focused it on him while he has a music video paying light to other awesome women. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much irony in this. Like, yeah. you, 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 you stop the, uh, another woman's momentum. But then you are highlighting so many women in that music video. <laughs> like I, f- I feel like you have a theory. I feel like you have a theory. There's definitely a theory in that, I and it's, and like it's crazy. But I mean, it kind of goes back to it. Kind of goes back to you know what 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 our crew was saying, what our team was saying was just like he's in a sense taking hold of a movement right now mm-hmm. with Me Too, with women not getting the love and support. Yeah. Um, he is giving that attention to them. Like, you know, within Drake's music, like, of course, he had songs about breakup and heartaches and stuff like that. But it was kind of like it was it, it was still like a, I wouldn't call it a love hate, but it was just kind of like I, I, I hate you for making me feel this way. But at the same time, I still love you. So yeah. in his music, in a sense, he still had that kind of like that 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 good sense and I guess good feelings towards women for some of his songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm all for like, I, I don't even care if he's playing on the movement. I don't, if he is okay, if he's not whatever, I just love how he's having so many dope women involved. It was a great cast. In front of the camera, behind the camera. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I yeah. fucking love it. Here's another theory. We're going to have so many theories. Mad today. theories. Get ready today. for all these theories. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do we think Drake is only doing this to position himself with some of these women because he's shooting a shot? <laughs> um, Drake shot. He, he okay. Drake is. Drake's already been shooting his shot. I don't think he needs his music to shoot his shot. Yeah, like he already sh- didn't he shoot a shot with Serena Williams? Yeah. Yeah. So it's. I don't think he really. He's a. He, I don't think he needs his music to shoot his shot. Yeah, that's true. I think his music is. It's a. I think when it comes to his music, it's kind of like a historical, uh, record keeping of his relationships. Yeah. yeah. And his like really journey well through, women like dealing with women. Yeah, I agree. So, what are your thoughts on the record? 
the 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 sample choice, the song structure. He's got Big Frida on yeah. the record. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, he's got a Lauren Hill sample on there. Yeah. Do we think that this was strategically done as well? Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> Aaron's got theories. <laughs> Listen, I mean, it's very possible that, like, you know, maybe Drake and even Cardi, because she sampled Lauren Hill. Maybe they're maybe they're helping Lauren out with them tax bills. Good. I mean, at the end of the day, she's one of the biggest winners. She's going to be true. getting some money, you know? That's true. Uh, which is nothing wrong with that. I think that's awesome. I think that that is a great, I think that's an awesome way to kind of pay, you know, pay your respect to the people before you. Yeah. You're not just saying their name. You're making it so that they can make money, you know, during a period of time where they may be not making as much Paying as they homage. used to. Yeah. yeah. It, I think that's great. Um, my theory, though, this is my theory, and I kind of talked about it before. My theory is that I wouldn't necessarily call it Drake a culture vulture. And but I would say that like he goes and and it seems like I don't know if it's intentionally or not, but it's like he strives to revive different genres with his music mm -hmm. and bring it back to the forefront. We had dance hall. He even got involved with like, you know, more of a Latin style. Aaliyah records. Yeah, Aaliyah records bounce with mm. this one at the yeah. end it is a true bounce music especially having big frida yeah like and also implementing lauren hill too mm -hmm. both of those people are icons within their genres yeah so i think like he has this thing where maybe it's for fun i don't know but it seems like he strives to like regenerate genres that may not be so much at the forefront now mm -hmm. and kind of get revived. And when they do get revived, in a sense, it does kind of help the older artists that were oh, in that genre. And then they come does. back into the limelight. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what happened when he dropped his island theme music. I mean, I, Sean Paul, uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, I think he wasn't like too necessarily happy because people were saying like he, like Drake brought it to life and and. Uh, Sean Paul was like, where are you in the 2000s? Yeah. But it did help bring more limelight back to those, those, uh, uh, what do we, not even necessarily icons, but like they were like, that genre at the forefront. That time. Yeah, that yeah. time, at the, the people at the forefront. I agree. He could be doing it for fun too. Who knows? I'm not mad at that. Nevertheless, that boy could make a record. <laughs> God damn it, Drake. <laughs> that record is fire. Fire, mm -hmm. fire record. Shout out to Drake, man. And the music video. And shout music out, video. shout out definitely also to the director. Yeah. She's, All um, of the women and the, yeah. the directors in that. Just beautifully done. Yeah. Brittany, what, what's what's her name? Karina. Karina. And uh, didn't she uh, direct one of his other videos too? God's Plan? Yo, back to back. Yo, that's fire. That is but fire. think about it. We have Brittany doing our shit, so we're doing the same thing. <laughs> Mm, see what I did there? <laughs> Come on the roll, call me butter. I mean, it, it was getting, there was a little too much testosterone. I had we had to get some. Yeah, we had to get some women up in here. Where's get... Wilson, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> well, Wilson's on vacation right now. <laughs> Speaking of vacation, who may take a permanent fucking vacation? <laughs> Speaking of that, so glad you said that. <laughs> Conor McGregor may take a fucking personal vacation in a cell. 
Did you see this nutcase throwing a goddamn trolley at a, a, <laughs> a, a bus? <laughs> and first off, and me and uh, PJ were talking about this. You know how strong you gotta be to throw a fucking trolley. Yeah. For those that don't know, a trolley cart is what you move boxes with. Like, you know, it, it's pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. He threw that shit like it was a little child doll at at the glass. Like, that's crazy. That is, and I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I just don't understand. You just got a hundred million dollars. You are the highest paid UFC fighter. Like, why are you doing this? Like, it's unnecessary. Honestly, I think, I don't know if they can get the chance, but I honestly think they should be doing, um, they should scan his brain and see, like, what the hell is wrong? Because it's just, like, right now it's just, like, dog, why are you so mad? You never have to do a fight again. All you had to do was just not get into trouble with mafias and doing all this craziness. And you would have just literally been like the face of the organization for years upon years and just make a lot of money. Well, this is the thing, too. We have to factor in that Conor McGregor is the ultimate, uh, and I'll say ultimate in his realm, in his genre of sport, the Mm -hmm. UFC. He's the ultimate Don King of sorts of mm-hmm. boosting an event and and doing antics to bring attention and awareness and build anticipation for an event. So you have uh, the UFC event coming up, and you know they're obviously in in the garden or wherever they were because I, I don't know if it's the Barclay uh, Barclays Center. I don't know where they were. I'm getting tongue-tied. Barclays? Never, yeah, Barclays. Barclays? I, I was like, Barclays? <laughs> I don't know what the Clay-clay. hell it was. Yeah, that sounds but, like some woman's name. Barclays? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like I had a, like an Uzi in my mouth. Barclays? <laughs> but um, fucking, he does these things to bring awareness. But in the same token, you got to be wired different. Mm. On top of it, the way his trot to the Charlie may be the funniest shit ever. Like, his jog to the trolley, like, he just did a beeline, saw the fucking shit. was like, oh, let me go grab this trolley. I think this is a great idea to just throw it through the window and scare these guys. Meanwhile, you got the dude on the bus like, what the fuck, man? What just happened? He's got blood all over himself, not realizing that a trolley just went through the goddamn glass. So, Mm-mm-mm. Question is, are we concerned about him going into prison if he does? I'm more concerned for the inmates than him. <laughs> Like, <laughs> protection service not for him for them <laughs> like i don't know how that's gonna fare it's gonna be isolation they're if they do they're gonna have to put them in, in an isolated area um best believe they're gonna have to get something they're gonna have to hire some really good security guards because you're gonna need like He's, four, four or five dudes to take him down. Yo, he's gonna be like, you remember the hur- uh, the the movie The Hurricane with Denzel Washington? Yes. When he was like, line him up, bring him in, <laughs> and he had like fucking like a whole riot squad and they're like, yo, chill. And he was knocking them with with armor on. He was knocking them out. Yeah. I see that happening. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, I guess are we praying for Connor? <laughs> I don't really know what to do here. I like, mean, I'm just gonna pray for whoever gets in his way. Word. Like, and also, word. you're like. And, and and I don't know to what extent, but like if you're a guy who messed with the wrong person who's associated with like a mob or a mafia, mm-hmm. and you're still alive and out there and being reckless, like you got some cojones. That's true too. You do, cause the mafia mob stuff, all that, that's nothing you play with. 
you know? Well, for the listeners, because they may not know, elaborate. What do you mean by that with the whole mafia and all of that? Oh, it was um, uh, overseas. He, he, he knocked someone out. Of course, he was fine with them. And I, I think it was either that they were in the mafia mob or they were associated with someone who was. Yeah. And they were, like, trying to find him because they were, you know, Gonna probably do some not so good things, and Conor McGregor went kind of ghost for a bit. Yeah, no one really knew where he was, and now you see him throwing trolleys through buses and shit. <laughs> like <laughs> that man, what a comeback! <laughs> and I think what's even, fu- I mean, I, this is horrible, but I still think it's funny. The UFC, like Dana White, like basically <laughs> said, I don't condone this behavior. Then they took the entire experience, and it wasn't just like one clip. They had like several different angles, <laughs> perfect audio of what he said. You could hear everything he said. You could hear everything everyone else said and promoting their next upcoming fight. Like that shit is hilarious. And my and the funny part for me when I was watching that video is you see the one guy who was next to that window that I got busted in bleeding from the head down and all he's saying is dog like what the fuck what the fuck like in a daze and then everyone else they just look at the the two female fighters like are you guys okay not even like going to the guy who's freaking bleeding they're just like are you okay and i just thought the whole thing was just funny and it's kind of messed up that you got to take situations like that just to promote an event like i want to hear though i want to hear you know, because they normally have. I'm sure the the uh, his pre-child hearing was was recorded or mm. something. I want to hear what his excuse was. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just want to know. I'm always fascinated when people give their reason or rationalization as to why they did something, yeah. and then try to justify it. I'm 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 just curious. I would want to know what what possessed you to do this. Well. I mean, we've seen it. We've, I mean, we've seen it previously with athletes and even artists. Some of the most talented and greatest people are crazy. Yeah. And it's kind of like a you. It's like a balancing act. Like you deal with it, but then to a certain extent, it just gets to a point where you're like, can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we've, we've seen that with previous boxers and all that stuff. I just hope that whatever is I, I whatever he's going through. I don't know. He's just. I just hope he gets together. Yo, could you imagine he did like a sixty-minute interview? <laughs> sixty-minute interview in twenty years. Yeah, but the funny thing is, he's so arrogant. I don't think he gives. Like even in these pictures, he don't look like he give a fuck that he's in cuffs or nothing. Mm-mm. Like he doesn't look the least bit concerned or worried. But if I'm him, am I? Really worried? Like, I'm a trained UFC fighter. I can snap your yeah. neck in 2.2 seconds. Like, I'm not really tripping. Yeah. Someone put on Twitter, they showed videos, or sorry, not videos, photos of, like, the NYPD cops right yeah. next to him. And they were just, like, there's one photo of a guy looking at him. And you can, he was smiling. Like, you could tell he was probably a fan. And they were just like, oh, I wish that I had someone look at me the same way this NYPD <laughs> cop looks at Conor McGregor. <laughs> And he was just smiling and smirking, like, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> on the side. I don't know. I wonder what's going to happen with this. This is interesting. Um, I mean, it, even if he goes to jail or not, oh, I think it's going to be fine. You know what I wanted to talk about? And this is an off topic, and I'm sitting here racking my brain. What? Are, are we talking about Canelo failing the drug test twice, and now we're, we're not going to get a fucking Triple G uh, rematch? Yo, I was mad 
since they made that a tie. That should not have been a fucking tie. Well, that's the other thing. That's the other reason why I'm upset is because I'm like, all right, at least we'll get around two and maybe, you know, get some resolve with this whole shit. And now you're out there being a druggie. Mm-mm-mm. So I mean, uh, shit, I would have been a druggie too because did you see Trip? Did you see Triple G yeah, fucking take those punches and he's like, <laughs> he's okay? I'm like, damn, this man a robot? Canelo hit him with that hook. And he walked through that shit. I'd have probably took my mitts off. Like, all right, fam, you got it. Something you y'all y'all niggas is built different. I get it. You got it. I don't want no trouble. Mm-mm. So I might have been juicing too. Shout out to uh, to Canelo, man. <laughs> I got I got you all wrong, man. Shout out to Canelo. He's like, damn, I gotta get ready for <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, word. Or maybe he felt them punches. And was like, damn. Well, not for nothing. He got a good chin too. Pause, uh, Canelo. Yeah. He 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 took some shots. He did. So, but it, but not uh, the way that yeah not nah, the way yeah. triple G nah like I Mark. saw a slow motion video and you know how sometimes when you get punched really hard like your head like it goes back or like it looks like you're just distraught yeah he literally just went slight to the side and then just kind of like snapped his neck yeah. and was like all right I'm like what that one shot what? he took that <laughs> shot to the chin and was like he's snapped and was like, all right, I'm back. He's like, I I'm have, like, he's like, I have those for breakfast. Like he was a fucking <laughs> boxing terminator or some <laughs> shit. Like the fuck? I don't know, man. I know that's an off topic, but I I just had to vent about it. I'm no, really I'm such a fight fan and all these fighters are fucking up. It's it's worth it. And the one thing that will make me so upset is if they do that rematch, but one of them is not in their prime. I'm going to be so mad. I'll be like, then what's the point of this? Well, that's the one thing I think about is now it has me looking at Canelo a certain way. Because I respect Canelo as a fighter. Mm. I respect his chin. He's he's a tough boxer. And now you feel too drug to us? Like, I don't know. Now I'm looking at you kind of shady. I don't. I don't really know how how I look at you now. Man, it's almost when you find out your your favorite rapper didn't write his raps. It, you, you naturally have to look at them a little different. Also, it's kind of like looking at that one friend who makes a mistake and keeps making the same mistake. Yeah, and you're just like yeah. now you're just being stupid. Like yeah. you failed it once. You know they're going. They're going to do it again. They're going to see if you have drugs in your system, and you failed again. Now you're just that. That's just being dumb. You like, big dummy. You're just being dumb right yeah. now. But come on, Canelo. Do it for the culture. Word. Clean, clean yourself up. Let's get this fight going because I can't stand a tie. Yeah. I can't stand this Get tie. your life. Get your life together. And it was on uh, Cinco de Mayo. Disrespect. All I, I have Mexican friends. They were so distraught. You did not do it on Cinco de Mayo. Disrespect, man. Come on, son. Come yeah, on. Come on. You got to do better. You gotta Get it together. Get it together. Uh-huh. Clean yourself up. Drink Word. some water. <laughs> Drink some water. <laughs> I don't think that's going to clear it out. Pee it out your system. <laughs> Word. Or have someone pee it for you. You got to find the loopholes here, man. Come on. You're carry better that, than this. Carry that bag into Word. the bathroom. Come on, man. Tape it to your leg. Fuck. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it for our ratchet shit today. <laughs> so much stuff going on. Oh, do we want to? do we want to leave a little comment? For the Aaliyah Cosmetics. Yeah. Um, so apparently Aaliyah is, uh, I don't know how this is possible. She's coming out with a beauty line or her. That sounds so weird to say. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm, uh, I don't even know how to you say this. Aaliyah but for Mac. Yeah. Aaliyah for Mac. Limited edition collection of Aaliyah for Mac. Uh, products that will be coming out uh, based off of the singer, late, great Aaliyah. Um, are we... How does this work? I know J Lo is releasing uh, releasing like a forty piece cosmetic set as yeah. well. 
we we know Rihanna is is doing yeah. amazing things with her brand, but is is it not weird with Aaliyah? I think it's always weird when you use someone, a famous person who died already, as part of uh, a campaign. A campaign. Yeah. Um, I mean, her brother did say that she was a big Mac fan, and it seems like her family is involved. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's I think that's okay. Like, if you're a state, your family's involved. That's kind of one thing. But I just think that, like, I don't know. I think I think it comes to a certain point where we just need to let the dead like rest in peace. Like yeah. the fact that Michael Jackson is still like one of the highest grossing posthumous, uh, like you know, after he's dead <clears throat> and still making a lot of money. Like that's just that just feels weird to me. Yeah, it just feels so weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to take this. Um, I think for nostalgic purposes, I get it. Like yeah. it's. I guess you can kind of categorize this as having like a memorabilia type of item from your favorite artist. Yeah. I just think it's, it's, it's weird. I, I, like, who who's going to do the press run? Like, I, I just think about maybe shit that people don't think about because I know my brain just thinks yeah. differently. But who's going to... I I, I, just, I I don't know. Well, don't know. maybe also it's like... <clears throat> maybe they're getting to a point where... Um, I mean, this may sound really bad, but maybe they're getting to a point where they're trying to still keep her legacy alive and do what they need to do to keep it alive because there are probably some kids who have no idea who Aaliyah is. A lot of kids know who Michael Jackson is. Mm -hmm. A lot of people still know who Marvin Gaye is. I don't know if a lot of the young generation know who Aaliyah is, to be honest, unless it's like, you know being one of her songs is being sampled or something yeah. like that but i just think that maybe they're just trying to maybe they're doing these things to keep her to keep her her her, her image and who she is alive more especially with the younger audience it's kind of like how when freaking candy perry brought out missy ellen and all these kids were like who's this new artist yeah, yeah. like what this is this is a soon to be icon, and you're yeah, saying huh? you're just being disrespectful to hip hop. But then it's just like you look at it, you're like, damn, like if they don't know who Missy Elliott is, I'm I don't even know if they're gonna probably know who Aaliyah is. Well, I think um, I think they will only just because she's such a, a, a huge artist that so many big artists, past and present, always say that they looked up to and admired and, and always wished, wished uh, that they could work with her. So I'm guessing that they'll know. I, will they uh, appreciate it or take to it the, the way, like, our age group is? I don't think so. Probably not. Like, you had... It's one of those things where you just had to be there. You know what I'm saying? And, I still and, remember when she died. Yeah, like, it, it, that was a crazy, crazy mm-hmm. time for people that don't know about how she died and, and where she was going in her career. Like, the whole regime w- with Timberland, Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake, Genuine, and she Missy. Was, and like, she was transitioning over to being a movie star. A movie, yeah. yeah like, it was just like it, her uh, prime. She was she was on the incline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to how it all happened and how it all came to an end is obviously very tragic and uh, tragic and unfortunate. So I look at it like, you just—it's one of those things where you had to be there. Like you—you—you you, you could never know what she gave to this this game of music without you know not living it. And that—that can go for anything. But this one in particular, I just think it's—it's it's a little 
weird, and I'm I'm I want to see how it all plays out. I guess. Yeah, but like I said, if her family is involved, then I'm a little more okay with it. If yeah, it's yeah, Something yeah. where it's like family is not okay with it, then I'm like, uh. yeah. If the family wasn't uh, involved in this, I, we, uh, like this would be burnt someplace. Like they they would probably burn down the entire Mac store. Like <laughs> they would have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's I I feel like there's certain people or just dead people in, in general, but there's certain people you just sh- shouldn't mess with their yeah. legacy. Like yeah. Prince, like there's just certain people just stay away from it. <laughs> Don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy at least somebody is there and being able to kind of, you know, make sure that everything is being represented or she's being represented, uh, mm-hmm. you know, correctly. So I guess shout out to them. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how all of these things transpire. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff going on. I feel like every every episode we do, there's so much news out. Like, I love it. So I much love crazy pe- news. I love when people do fuck shit. Shout out to Conor McGregor. Shout out to Canelo. <laughs> you guys are making us great today. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> making podcasts great again. <laughs> <laughs> word, word. Oh, Lord. All right, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Well, let's end it off on a good note as usual. My name is Aaron Ashley Simon. Brandon Kilbeach Hall. Follow us on Grassroots Pod on Twitter and Instagram, Grassroots Podcast on YouTube, and also on SoundCloud. You can find us on, on Audio Mac, um, iTunes, and we're going to keep growing. You'll be able to find us almost everywhere. Everywhere. You ain't never there. <laughs> I ain't never scared. All right, I ain't going to give you no bars. Bars on top right. of bars. No bars for y'all. <laughs> we out. Later.